Good morning. I am exceedingly excited about this today. Sure, my puppy dogs were where I expected them to be. They are. Oh my goodness. All right. So we're gonna start at the end. <laughs> we're gonna start at the end. Man, this these are. So far, it's only chapter one and two, but they always end on such a sad, bad note. And so I like ending on a positive note because I'm an American in a modern culture that sells everything on a positive note. So the outcome of not having wisdom and all these things here is the wicked shall be cut off from the earth. This is Proverbs 2.22. And let's just confirm this here. Oh, good. March 2, Proverbs 2. The wicked shall be cut off from the earth. And the transgressors shall be rooted out of it. Now, the word wicked means the criminal or the guilty. And the word transgressors means deceitful. So people who are guilty, people who are deceitful, the outcome is that what they have built, their civilizations will be ruined. And I, as, a, as a person who loves, I geek out so hard on archeology span um, documentaries. <laughs> and um, this is true. When a civilization comes to a place where they give over to all of their immoralities, the, the destruction of them, it, it's astounding. Um, I've been to, um, over in the, um, in the Middle East and, um, anyway, in places over, over there, I, I've been to where it is nothing but ruins where at one time it was as thriving a city as New York City. And the outcome of be, being guilty, not trying to fix it. Now, it's one thing when you fail, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But being guilty, let me just go ahead and pop up here to um, what is the way of the evil man speaketh forward things forward things means perverted leave paths of righteousness of uprightness walk in the way of darkness rejoice to do evil rejoice to do evil <laughs> delight in the forwardness of the wicked again forwardness means perverted they rejoice to do evil and they delight in perverted things whose ways are crooked and they forward in their paths. So their paths are the direction that they're going and they just get more and more perverted in the way that they're going. This, these behaviors, which it pains me 
And it scares me to say, this is where I see our current society. Uh, I'm so sad and sorry. And then, and then uh, the strange woman. She flatters with words, forsakes the guide of her youth, forgets the covenant of her God. Her house inclines to death, her paths unto the dead. This is a very dark, um, witchcraft-like environment that we're describing here. Her house inclines to dead, to the death, her paths to the dead. <laughs> None that go unto her return again. These, they, these behaviors, pervertedness, witchcraft, darkness, death, the type of partying that just gets more and more perverted, the end of that is the the wicked, the criminal, the guilty will be cut off from the earth and the transgressors, the deceitful, shall be rooted out of it. I have seen with my own eyes entire civilizations that are completely barren. Archaeologists have tried to go in and dig out some of the rocks and and like present them like this is where streets would have been this is where houses would have been this is what this would have looked like i've literally walked through those places um in in turkey in uh greece and i've been there these were thriving i'm, I'm telling you <laughs> to the, the buzz of new york city that's what these cities that I'm talking about were like. And whenever this up, this unrighteousness, this perversion, this witchcraft, this darkness is allowed to progress, the outcome is an absolute desolation of the society. Ugh, I hope so desperately that those people who fight for laws, who write laws, I hope that they will, that righteousness will prevail for the sake of this country. Oh my goodness, because that's the outcome. That's the outcome. So let's, let's go a verse up though. The upright shall dwell in the land. So the people who are trying to do the right thing, which are all these things up here, we're going to talk about in a second. The upright shall dwell in the land. And the perfect shall remain in it. Now, this word perfect doesn't mean to the degree that we say something is perfect. Typically, when we say something is perfect, we, we mean without flaw. We mean without flaw. But this word perfect can incline that way, but it means more, more, um, the fuller understanding, perfect means complete, whole, healthful or healthy, unimpaired. So, you know, another word would be mature. Um, there's some New Testament phrases that use the phrase uh, unto a perfect man. There's a phrase that in the New Testament that says, so they grow into the stature of a perfect man. And that's meaning a mature a mature person. 
And, and yet it does also mean whole, healthful, and unimpaired. Now I'm going to tell you right now in all transparency and honesty that there are days when I am very aware of the ways I am not whole. Now, compared to some people of the world, people who have given themselves straight over to perversion and, and to witchcraft and to these dark things that we see in, in um, verses 12 through 19, I am absolutely whole compared to them. But I am aware of the needs that I, I am aware of the ways that I am not fully healthy that I am greatly lacking. I am aware of the ways that I am absolutely impaired uh, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. I am aware that I am not complete, that I am not perfect, that I am not whole. So I am aware of these things. Give me a second. I need to call Star back. Somebody's working in the yard and she's not liking it. Give me one second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Okay, so I am aware of how incomplete and impaired I am. And the great part about being aware of it is you can fix it. You can work on it. And now we're going to talk about how to work on it. How to become this whole, healthy unimpaired person in this world. So um, you've you've got some partnership going on here. So here's the first, here's the partnership that we have in this scripture. With one person, we've got God doing a work and parents doing a work. Now, if you are a young person, um, if you are a, a young person you, and you've not had children yet, be so aware that your role is so important in that human's life that you, that you produce. Um, be so aware. If you are an adult listening to this and you did not grow up with this insight and direction, well, now you have a spiritual family and you have um, spiritual parents and the, the scripture talks about some spiritual parents being um, those who um, taught you in the word. We find examples of Paul saying he was the father to people because he taught them. We, and, and if, if a, if a man who teaches can be um, uh, referred to as a spiritual father, well then a woman who teaches can be, 
referred to as a spiritual mother. And so there are these spiritual parents that you can begin to receive from. Okay. But then also, um, the, the, you know, God is our father and the church is our mother. And so this is also a parentage that can begin to speak into our lives. Um, the, the, the best scenario for a person to grow up under is to grow up with a, an understanding of God and a receiving of God for themselves and parents that are godly speaking into their lives. That is the perfect situation. That is the perfect situation. So if you are coming into this situation, be that parent teaching what we're about to talk about for the rest of Proverbs. But if you are an adult and you did not have this situation speaking into your life, well, you got it now. So take advantage of it now. And we're going to talk about this chapter talks very much about how to engage in it. So, um, We start with verse one, my son. So clearly verse one is a parent talking to a child. This person has this kind of parent speaking into their life. And if you are a parent, this is the kind of way you are supposed to be teaching your child that we're about to talk to right now. You're supposed to speak into their life and you're supposed to have a command. You are supposed to train up a child in the way he should go. You, you are the law as the parent. You are the law. You are the one who lays out the commands and you're the sheriff. (laughs) You're the judge. You're the jury. You're the whole thing. And so parents are supposed to be that. And so my son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee. So this is the action that a parent is supposed to be taking. If you're a young mother listening to this right now, you're supposed to have a lot of words. You're supposed to have a lot of commands and you're supposed to be speaking, 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 commanding, commanding, commanding. That's your role as a parent. So But there's some actions on our part. And here are all the actions. And I I hope that you've read um, these verses. I'm going to just talk about the actions here and, and, um, and describe them. So in verse one, we are supposed to receive words. Receive means to take. And words are speech. Of course, that makes sense. But it also is promise. And it also means command. So we are to take the words that are given to us by uh, spiritual parents or, or birth parents. But right now I'm talking to adults. So I'm going to, um, to focus and to remain on the line of spiritual parentage, okay? Um, because I, I'm, I am uh, addressing adults. So receive, take the words. But the words aren't just utterances out of my mouth, they are also promises. They are promises. So as parents, we are to be speaking hope and life and the promises of the word of God into our children's lives. Or if you've got, if you are a spiritual mother, if you are a spiritual parent, speak the promises of God. Oh, that just set me on fire today. Uh, So receive my words, receive my words, those commands. You've you've got to, as an adult, when life's been so negative, it, it can be hard to receive promises. 
because you've been knocked down. Hope has been knocked out of you so many times. But the way to accomplish what we want to accomplish, which is a, 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 a to be a perfect person. And by perfect, of course, we mean whole and healthy and unimpaired. As adults, we can become this person. We reach for it. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. So our job is to receive these words. In verse one, we are to hide commandments. So hide means to store up, to treasure, to store up, to treasure commandments. Commandments are laws and ordinances. We cannot hear a commandment. You know, the Bible says to do this. Um, you need to do that. Uh, you need to stop doing that, right? Commandments are very sharp. They're very direct. We, as adults, it can be easy for us to, to shun it, to, to put our hand up at it and to try to turn away from it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I am, I, I literally am shaking inside with the, with the joy of the insight of this. Don't do that when you receive a commandment. Okay. So now, even though that is our, our reaction as an adult, we've been on our own in the trenches, uh, getting through life on our own for so long that when somebody commands something, our first reaction is, who are you to tell me what to do? Okay. Let's, let's not have that response. Instead, let's take that, that command and store it up like a treasure. And <laughs> you know, I'm so excited. Instead of our response being to shun it, let's let's just hold on to it and hide it in our heart for a bit. And in that hiding, in hiding this commandment, let's just mull it over. Right? Let's take it to a private place. Let's hide it. Let's take it to a private place. Y'all, I feel the Holy Ghost so much. And just store it up. And I think if we do this, matter of fact, I know if we do this, this command will become a treasure. We'll start seeing value in it. But not if we shun it as soon as we hear it. If, if we react on our first response when somebody older tells us, you should be doing that. Stop doing that. You should do it this way, right? As an adult, our first response is, are you kidding me right now? Who do you, <laughs> I've got a life I'm living. Who do you think you are to tell me that? That's our first response. But, but Proverbs is letting us know instead of, of giving into that. Okay, that might be our feeling. We can't help how we feel. But instead of giving into that, hide it. Store it up. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jesus. Our, we'll end up finding it to be a treasure. Oh, y'all, God is so good. I love the Lord so much. Okay, then in verse 2, we are to incline our ear to wisdom. Incline your ear. This means be attentive. Be attentive. And, of course, wisdom means skill, administration, Shrewd. Oh, look, I wrote shred. Shrewd, prudent, ethical. When, when, when something of skill or administration being shrewd, prudent, ethical, and you'll need to go back to, um, to yesterday's 
um, yesterday's video for these definitions because I went over and over and over them um, yesterday. So you'll need to go back to yesterday's video to see those definitions. But incline, incline your ear to wisdom. Be attentive. Just pay attention. If you will just pay attention, you'll end up with skill, with administration, with shrewdness, with prudence, being ethical. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Apply thine heart to understanding. All right. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can barely get this stuff out. Okay. Understanding means intelligence or insight. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you right now, I did not find myself all that intelligent when I was going through school. Okay. I just did not, I didn't make great grades. Um, I, I didn't understand quickly what was coming out of the teacher's mouth. It, it was very much like the peanuts, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the peanuts teacher. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so I did not find myself very intelligent. But here's what I have found about myself. You know how they say anybody can sing. People who are, are good teachers of music, they say anybody can sing. Now, I've, I'm, I am a singer, and I'm not saying that anybody can be a soloist. <laughs> <laughs> but I have found that anybody can sing. That is true. And this is what I'm finding about understanding as well. Even if while you were going through school, you weren't the most intelligent, insight can come to you. And this is the exciting part. But here's how you get beyond intelligence and into the realm of insight. You've got to apply your heart. And here's what the definition is of apply thine heart. Oh, I love this so much. I could scream. It means stretch, extend, turn, bend, turn aside. If we will make these kinds of efforts to understand something, Understand what? Well, how about understand a skill, understand administration, understand prudence, how to be ethical, how to be shrewd. How about commands that we don't fully understand at first and we don't fully like? <laughs> if we will stretch ourselves, extend beyond our comfort zones, turn, oh, oh my goodness, bend Turn aside. So many things come to mind when I look at these. Stretch outside, extend outside of our comfort zones. Maybe even turn. I, I picture somebody sitting in a chair and looking around the person in front of them. Turning, bending, maybe bending forward to pay better attention. <laughs> oh my goodness. Turn aside our regular routines, our regular habits, our regular matter of pastor talked about reprioritizing. 
Turn aside. Last night he talked about reprioritizing. Turn aside. If we will apply, even though we might not be the smartest person in the room, we can get an insight. (sighs) Thank you, Jesus. I love it so much. I cannot. uh. Okay, verse 3. If you cry after knowledge, cry means call out, cry out. This is so cool. Oh, UPS guy is delivering something, so dogs are not happy. I'm sorry. Sorry, UPS guy. Thank you. Oh, star. <laughs> okay, you see how what Star is doing right now? Cry out for it. Good job, Star. You're my example. I appreciate it, baby girl. Thank you. Yeah. Cry out, girl. Cry out for that knowledge. Cry out. All right, leave it alone now. Thank you. Thank you for for my demonstration. <laughs> Oof. She's puffing. Oof. Okay. It's okay, baby. It's okay. Don't eat them. Don't eat them. Yeah, I know. They're all gone. All right. Cry out. Call out for knowledge. Knowledge means understanding and discernment. Oh, we're going to look at discernment in just a minute. Okay, so discernment can also mean an ability. Oh, now she's got Star crying out. Thank you, Star. Discernment can also mean an ability to feel out the situation, right? Star, now you're getting on my nerves. Okay, oh my goodness. So call out, cry out, be star for knowledge. You've got to, you've got to be urgent for this knowledge and knowledge is understanding and also discernment. We're going to talk about discernment in just a second. Discernment does also mean, I'm, I'm saying also because I'm about to give you another definition of the word discernment, but discernment also means an ability to be aware, to, to kind of see behind the curtain. To be able to see more than the front people give you. That's what it means. Discernment means that, but it means more than that. We're about to see it. And and the way you get understanding this insight, this intelligence, the way you get this understanding is by crying out. It's by applying, stretching, extending, bending, turning aside, being attentive. Oh my word. All right, so if you cry out for knowledge and if you lift up your voice for understanding, verse three, lift up your voice. So this lifting up your voice means to give, to put, and to set. So you're not just running around the house like star barking. That's okay. Get the attention of whoever is giving out knowledge. And we're about to see who's giving out knowledge, but get the attention of it, but also set yourself, be determined not to move, put yourself in a place of understanding, put yourself there. That's what lift up your voice means and give over, give of yourself to this understanding. Okay. Oh, so this is an amazing, these actions right here, these actions of receive, hide, incline your ear, apply your heart, cryest, liftest up. These actions look like something and I'm going to tell you what it looks like. 
All right, let's go to verse six. All of these things, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, <laughs> all of these things come from a source. And the source is verse six, for the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. <gasps> Do you know how to access the Lord's wisdom? Especially if you did not grow up with parents giving you this insight and wisdom. Do you know how you get it? You get it from God. And do you know how you access God? You access God through the act of prayer. And do you know what prayer looks like? <laughs> prayer looks like stretching, bending, turning aside. Prayer looks like crying out, calling out. Prayer looks like setting yourself putting yourself somewhere and lifting up your voice. Y'all, is this not the coolest thing? You can have wisdom regardless of how you grew up. You might not have grown up in a home where your parents fed you commands, trained you up. That's okay. God is the one who has access and who gives you access to wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Oh, I love this so much. I have chills. And okay, then you'll understand righteousness. Oh my goodness. If you will seek the Lord, you're going to understand righteousness, judgment, and equity. We've seen righteousness, judgment, and equity somewhere before. Do you know where we saw it? In Proverbs chapter 1, verse 3. From wisdom comes the ability to be righteous, to have judgment and equity. I love it so much. You know, this world, this world is pushing right now the idea of equity. They're talking about racial equity. They're talking about ethnicity, having equity. Equity is where you are equal, no matter, even if you do not have the education, even if you did not grow up with somebody else's privilege, you come in with being equal equity, regardless of your background. Let me tell you who can give real equity. The world is trying to provide equity based on a worldly concept, but where true equity comes from is from the Lord. And if you're not accessing it from Accessing the Lord, the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge. If you're not accessing it from the Lord, it's, it's just going to be confusing. It's just going to be confusing. So there is a promise of equity, but the equity comes from the Lord. <laughs> I love it so much. The Lord gives wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge 
and understanding. And this is another thing also that is amazing from the Lord. From the Lord, he lays up sound wisdom for the righteous. And the Lord, he is a buckler. Now, this word buckler is a difficult word for our, our modern our modern minds. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. And if you just tried to define the word buckler, it's the first definition it's going to give you is shield. But there's more understanding to it, and it's right here. It does mean shield. But a shield is a smaller, uh, a smaller shield that a soldier would hold in front of themselves, and it was for defensive purposes, a safeguard. Okay, and sometimes we find scripture that say he is a shield and a buckler. Okay, we find verses that let us know God is our shield and our buckler. But for purposes of what we're talking about today, he layeth up wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. A buckler is actually something more than a shield. It is for offensive purposes, which means advancement. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you grew up. It doesn't matter how you grew up. If you are seeking the Lord for wisdom and understanding, then, then for that righteous person, he's going to be a buckler. And that means you're going to have an advancement in life. A buckler was, I don't know if you've seen pictures of one of those long full body shields. Okay. And it was sort of rounded, it rounded around your body and it went from the top of your head to your feet. And you, it, they, the soldiers would line up side by side. They, they would call it a, like a, a, a turtle shell because that's what they would look like. They would literally get these head to toe rounded bucklers and shields that were from head to toe and they would go around and then the soldiers would literally get in a circle like a turtle shell and they would begin to slowly move forward. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is what the Lord is able to be and do for you. We may not be perfect. We may not be complete. We may have been through stuff in life that has, that has absolutely riddled us with emptiness and with holes and with scars and with limps. And we feel like we cannot get through life. And so we're trying to figure out, okay, the upright shall dwell in the land, verse 21, and the perfect shall remain in it. And the enemy would like to have us disqualify ourselves because we're not perfect. We're not complete. We're not whole. We, we are very aware of how impaired we are. And this word perfect means unimpaired, health, full, whole. So how are we going to be perfect? Let me tell you how we're going to be perfect. We're going to go to God in prayer and we're going to cry out to the Lord. We're going to stretch ourselves. We're going to extend ourselves. We're going to bend in prayer. We're going to turn aside from our schedule and seek the Lord. We're going to be attentive. We are going to seek the Lord's face in prayer. And when we do 
The Lord gives wisdom. Out of his mouth comes understanding. And he is a buckler. He is our advancement. And he is the one who's going to preserve us. He is the one who's going to preserve us. Oh, isn't it wonderful? The Lord of God, the word of God is so wonderful. So get in sync with the word of God. Get in sync with prayer and get in sync with your spiritual covering because from both directions, God can make you a whole healthy person able to establish your life, able to inhabit your own life, able to fill this land, your home, your community, your neighborhood. Oh yeah, come on. Let us dwell in the land. Let us remain in it from the book of Proverbs. I love you. Thank you for joining me today. God bless you.